When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to Sports Day. Fantastic to have this man on the radio. His name is Kevin Sheehan, Australian Football League National Talent, International Talent Manager, and he's called Shifter Sheehan. Welcome, Shifter. How are you going, mate? Yeah, Carl, uh, thanks uh, for having us on. Uh, looking forward to a chat about the draft, no doubt. Now, my co-host was telling me a little story uh, before we got you on the radio tonight that yes. you may have taken him under your wing when he was a younger man. Is this true? Well, there was a little bit of work experience there at the uh, at AFL house in the day, and it's a bit tougher to get in these days, but uh, Will was able to find his way in there and just... Uh, Glean some insights as to how the pathway worked, and uh, was so glad to see him uh, have a great career. But yeah, just as a young, uh, I suppose he's fifteen, sixteen around that that age, uh, and a, a stringy young bean. He looked a real um, athletic type that we thought, oh, okay, that kid might make a career out of it all. Uh, when he was just a, a young boy, well before. Uh, his days with the West Coast Eagles. So uh, great to see him do so well. So, Shifter, that's correct. I had some good contacts back in the day. Dave Matthews used to work at the AFLs and right. well, well connected. And Shifter had me clipping Jared Roughhead and that draft year's goal-kicking techniques. Oh. I, was, I was in a room clipping that all up. I do remember it. We went out to Princess Park one day and watched, I believe, the National Carnival, which was the new up-and-coming up juniors, and it's still what you're doing today, isn't it, Kev? Yeah, look, we've got a pretty established pathway now with a couple of tiers in it, 16s and 18s, and we've got you still got a national academy that's been going for close to 30 years, and uh, and Jared Ruffhead was a member of that, as was Buddy Franklin. Those boys come through together, as we, we famously know, and, and that's the draft story where um, it was Gary Bacanara in the seat, and he thought that he'd end up taking the bookends, which is the centre-half back in Ruffhead and the centre-half forward in young Buddy. But as it turns out, two champion forwards. And it's it's always the way. We just don't know where they're going to end up playing when they get into the AFL level as, uh, as the uh, coaches get their hands on them. And really, uh, even the uh, high-performance people look at their physical attributes even a bit more closely and see what they're capable of. So that's the beauty of it, uh, that little bit of unknown with uh, the young boys coming through. But always exciting space to work. It has been for a long time for me. Now, of course, you played uh, 100 games for Geelong, and that's a place where Scoey grew up as a kid, so you two have got a little connection <laughs> there. How long have you actually now, Kev, been involved in this role that you're currently doing now? It seems like a long time. It would be 40 years in at the league, but, uh, guys, well, I was lucky enough when I was down at Geelong to work full-time for eight of the 10 years I was there. So I was full-time from 76 I think it was, uh, about the first year. I think Jimmy Buckley was playing in the under-17s in Victoria. Dylan's old man. Now wow. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's a fair while. I remember going to that game, uh, or to the games, the championships. I, I was really running all the schools programs in those days and working alongside a fellow called Bill McMaster that uh, 
that, of course, chose Gary Ablett Sr. And I can very much remember the day where it was about 1983 that he'd come into the office on a Monday, had the weekend go, and he said, I've seen the best player I've ever seen outside of the then VFL. And he talked about who it was, and Gary uh, Sr. up at Myrtleford and kicking post-high goals with a wet ball, blah, 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 and jump on about ooh, nearly 10 months later, he was playing against WA for Victoria. There's a lot that happened in between. But he uh, about 15th senior game in, he played about seven at Hawthorne. About eighth game for Geelong, he's in the state side. Teddy Whitten took him to Perth. And that's when he kicked those eight against WA and announced himself to the football world as a superstar uh, way back there in 19, that'd be 1984. Kevin, uh, let's switch our focus to this year's draft crop. Um, one team in particular over here are going to have a fair look at the draft this year in West Coast with a couple of picks uh, at least inside the top 20, you know, trading their way back to picks eight and 12. Is there, is there some serious Western Australian talent in the, in the upcoming draft, some, uh, some guys we should keep an eye on, anyone in particular? Yeah, as it, as it turns out, there is. There's some fantastic uh, WA talent. It's got some depth too. Uh, I always weigh it up against SA because you're com- comparable markets in terms of the number of kids that play and the size, etc. But you're way ahead of... Uh, of the SA uh, elite talent at this point. So there'll be players to consider. And, of course, they may well consider the next Chris Judd, the kid that's from Victoria or from wherever else. Uh, I wouldn't dismiss that. But, uh, yeah, some of the names that have on their lists and they'll be evaluating. Um, there's no doubt that a kid called Ruben Ginby uh, or Jinby, he's uh, had a fantastic year, this boy from East Perth. Um, he bobbed up. He played a few senior games early in the year, but then in Nationals, they pushed him into the midfield, this left footer. He's about your height, Carl. He's, he's about a 189, nearly 190 lefty that uh, wins contested footy, um, uses it very, very well. He's got great vision and very composed with it. And then tested the house down over here a couple of weeks ago for that beautiful burst of speed and a, a terrific tank as well. So he looks well suited to, to being a midfielder. Now, whether he gets through that far to where the West Coast are, we'll have to wait and see. But he's one that... Uh, that they'll be talking about um, Jed Buzzlinger. Now, there's a name for you. You've probably heard of him over there in WA. He's been on the radar for a couple of years, this young fella. He's your intercept marker, 196, cross halfback, bit of McGovern about him or a bit of Jacob Wietering, something like that. He's got some of those traits. Uh, and uh, both these boys are all Australians mid-year, so they've got the form on the board to be first-round draft choices at least. So they'll be considered... Um, Elijah Hewitt's another one that uh, boy from Swan Districts that uh, again for the last two or three years has been so highly regarded. He um, he's a little bit up and down his nationals. He had some brilliant games and some quieter ones. So if he can just get that level of consistency, he looks to be a certain uh, AFL star into the future. But then then there's the bolter, the absolute bolter in uh, Ben Allen's boy um, Ed Allen who. Uh, Missed, missed nearly all the nationals. He got back for the last game and played quite well in that. Then he tested the house down over here. And yeah, he's the quickest kid in Australia of, of 18 years of age. So that's, and he's 194 midfielder, can play Ooh. inside and outside. Oh, boy. So he rockets into, wow, he's draftable. Now, where he fits in a draft board, uh, it's anyone's guess. And clubs will be going over those five or six Colts games he played. And that one game for WA, very closely to try and work out where his level of talent is and his scope for improvement looks massive. He 
I think every club interviewed him over here uh, as they try and work out where he fits in at all. So there are a few of them, but there's plenty of others. A kid called Darcy Jones from Swans as well, was uh, he broke Stephen Hill's record for the agility that's been. Stephen Hill's had that for 14 years. Very elite around the, uh, we call it the AFL slalom run or the AFL uh, agility run. Um, so he smashed that record and, and that's the way he plays. He bursts from stoppage and weaves in and out and he's only small, you know, he's not tiny but he's he's only small but that won't stop him at all. Um, he had a, a national championship that won him all Australian as well. So there are a few of the names but uh, it's even a lot deeper than that. Uh, if you've just joined us here on Sports Day, we're chatting to Kevin Sheehan, <coughs> Australian Football League National Talent and International Talent Manager. Just going back to Ed Allen, now the way that I look at it is that uh, he wouldn't uh, have uh, been his old man qualified for father-son, right? Because he only played 98 games for Hawthorne and 48 for Freo. Is that the way that it works? Yeah, and I, I think uh, Hawthorne are trying to get a, him as medical sub for a couple of games late last year. If they could just slip his name on the and change it round a bit to get him over the line to 100. <laughs> I'd love to have got the 100 up, wouldn't they? The poor old Hawks. Yeah. Remember Sheeds back in the day with uh, with Dean Rioli and with Alwyn Davey. Hmm. He said it was blooming that important that we get him to that because they're qualifying periods 100 games. We've got to get him over the 100. And, and both those boys played spot on 100 at Essendon uh, because of, you know, Sheedy sort of talking that. And I think with Alvin, maybe Sheedy was gone by then, but the club followed it through to make sure that he, he got a And he's got a boy coming through, Alvin Davey, that's in this year's draft as well. And he's eligible for Essendon because of the, that 100 game rule. He played wow. right on 100, smack on. So you're right on that, Carl. So uh, misses out. So he's in the open draft. Um, and uh, yeah, misses out on Frio as well. So. Yeah, he's exciting type, no doubt. I was lucky enough to just chat to him and some of the other WA boys there. He's a very bright, switched-on young fellow as well. So I'm sure he would have impressed in the, in the way he interviewed with the clubs. But, yeah, kid of that size. And there's one piece of play there in that national game against SA where he sprints from the wing and he leaves the players in the wake behind him and kicks it from outside 50 straight through. You think, oh, gee, that's still enough. That's the moment you want to see to say this boy's got talent and... Uh, yeah, but very hard to find a spot as to where he would fit in it, and it would vary enormously from club to club, but he, he looks a certain draftee. Now, Kev, last one for me. Is there an Ashcroft uh, and a Fletcher that the Brisbane Lions will be gunning for? There most certainly is, and look, their first round. So Ashcroft will be bid one, two or three, you know, North probably one or two. You know, the Giants will bid or North will bid. He's too good to... It's a bit like Dacos of last year. He's just too good to let him sit there and, and for them to get him without having to spend all of the points they've been accumulating to, to get him under that rule. Um, so he's a star, averaged in the, the mid-30s and everything he tackled, including about five VFL games he played this year for the Lions. He's allowed to do that and uh, dominated there. So he looks a, a real future star. And Jasper Fletcher, well, um, he's eligible for just the Lions, although Adrian's the best and fairest winner at 3-0. Uh, he played near 250 games at, well, Geelong, St Kilda, Brisbane and Frio, Adrian. And uh, his boy's going to be a very good player. I think he gets a bid somewhere in the teens on the first night. I think, you know, it could slip to second night. But he's a beautiful player with its wing or inside mid. Uh, he's the best Queenslander by a, while, by a fair while and a fair way and uh, look, looks a player. So that's pretty exciting if there's any Lions fans out there. Hey, Shifter, just... Just finally, from me, um, 
with, with Isaac Rankin heading home, Jason Horn Francis leaving after one year, this this um, go home factor. Where, where do you sit on that, mate? Uh, especially here in Western Australia, it's it's something that clubs have to consider for sure. But where do you sit with the go home factor? Should they be drafting kids from their home state or best available? Yeah, I, I'm a best available man. There, there will be obviously some that you're really concerned about, but for most, you know, Matthew Pavlik back in the day, there was the go home factor was talked about then. Well, what a disaster it would have been if they had to take any, you know, and back your system, back your footy club to be, for the boy to be good enough, then smart enough to fall in love with that club, end up even the captain of the club and live there all his life. You know, that should be the mindset. Otherwise, you'll be compromising your own thinking on who the best player is. Um, and we'd be different a bit later, I think, if you think, oh, well, they're about even, or give the local kid a go. But, gee, early... You've just got to be that definite on, you know, on your decision-making that uh, you don't want to take someone that's uh, lesser, in your view, lesser likely to be a star. Look at look back to Chris Judd as well. Well, you kept him for how many years or 10 years of his career? You kept him for a fair bit. I think you'd be happy with his output. I know he eventually went home, but, gee, what a wonderful player, and you, you'd hate to compromise all your thinking. But um, it's just it's part of the equation, Will, no doubt about that. You've got to think about it, and if the kids are the best, uh, these boys might be around that mark for the West Coast, the, the very good kids I mentioned earlier. So um, it, it mightn't be as it seems if they do pick the local kids. I think they're, they're generally ranked in that first round. And so if they fall through to them, yeah, it wouldn't surprise. Well, I think Schofield's a classic example of what you can do. Carve out a oh, career yes. as a premiership player. You've got Hearn, you've got Shuey. Gaffey, of course, didn't play, but he's still playing exactly. for the West Coast Eagles. And we've just seen David Mundy retire after a sensational career. Exactly. So there's just exactly. a few examples, Kev, of blokes that have carved out a magnificent career and they've made WA and their Simon home. And Black went to Brisbane too, did he? Yeah, <laughs> and Daniel Rich is still there. So And, and look, exactly. now we've got Blake Akers and Rory Lobb, West Australian boys, heading back to the other side of the country, Bloody which is yeah. interesting. Right. Yep. Yeah. So it works both ways. Hey, Kev, we it could does. talk to you all night. Um, thank you very much for sharing some time, and I'm sure that uh, closer to the draft or maybe after we'll uh, have a chat as the dust settles, mate. Thanks for your time. Well, thanks for having us, uh, Will and, uh, and Carl, and good luck to all the boys that are contenders. Good on you. Kevin Sheehan there. Well, did he teach you anything, uh, Will? Everything I know, yeah. yeah. Everything, I, everything that happened to me, I owe to Kevin Sheehan. So you were clipping up Jared Ruffhead. <laughs> Yeah, is was, that right? Yeah, he was just sitting and watching the players play, and yeah, gave me great motivation to reach the heights that I reached, Carl. Yeah, terrific. And uh, here we are sitting here talking about it, which is uh, fantastic. <laughs> Thanks to Kia, Australia's most wanted, the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Cars of the Year. Fantastic to have our next guest. His name is Scotty Roth. He will join us next here on Sports Day. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.